What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Chris DeSellams, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump in. Say hello. What's up? Hello, everybody. Hello, Chris. Good to see you. Good to talk to you. Back for another exciting episode. What's going on? Yes, sir. Yep. No, I'm all, I'm all good. Hope you had a nice little Halloween weekend. Or, yeah, it was actually a uh, fun Halloween. I will have to give it that. You should not be a big Halloween fan. I don't know about you, but we had a... Me and my housemates and a couple of our friends had a had a great time. But I used to I used to be really into Halloween. I guess as a kid, yeah, like um, I think every kid is. But like, well, yeah, like just like the, like our neighborhood's fairly our my neighborhood was like fairly large, so it was like we'd get home from school with like Halloween fun like a school day, and then just grab like the nearest pillowcase and just run around the <laughs> the neighborhood, just ransacking houses candy we weren't those type of kids that would steal the bowl and like just empty yeah, it don't into be our an bags. Asshole. yeah but um we we were menaces we were we collected a good haul of candy every year but yeah as i kind of grew up i um i think in like I, once you turn like 13 or 14 halloween just like sucks for like for the like, longest time for like 14 to like 21 pretty much and if you want to make like, the most of it when you're 21, I guess in college too, you could have some fun in college. Like when obviously. you're in, like yeah, college, high, Halloween in college is always fun. Like how like that's always like a big blowout and everything. Oh, but of like, course. In high school, when it's Halloween, it's like unless you're getting invited to a party, there's not much to do. I, I was there's, not, but that's okay. Neither, neither was I. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I was, I was just sitting at home doing nothing, doing nothing. <laughs> so. Yeah. So Good yeah, Halloween, I was I was I wasn't hurt by that or anything. That no, didn't me, affect, yeah, that didn't no, affect no, no. me growing up. Not like we're talking about it on a podcast <laughs> eight years later. <laughs> but um, but but yeah, no, it was it, I had a good weekend too. My brother came down from uh, oh, Jersey nice. to visit for for a little bit, so um, we took him around uh, locally and we hung out and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah no, this isn't this isn't a, a weekend recap podcast. This is a motherfucking yeah. hockey podcast, <laughs> and the biggest news yeah. coming out of the last week is the Adam Fox extension. And let me tell you, folks, Ooh. what a steal! I mean, we had I, we had texted each other like outside of like uh, yeah, just, like as uh, we normally not, do. Yeah, seven years at nine and a half million is kind of a steal for him, especially when. We He's, thought, sorry, we thought like what ten and a half, eleven. Yeah, you, you like you're, yeah. I said if the Rangers can get anywhere, I, if I looked back, um, if I was a good podcaster and pulled this up before um, <laughs> the show started, I think yeah, I think um, we went back and forth. I think eleven million was like the ceiling I had placed it at, but um, I think I said like eight and a half. If he could take like a, a discount, that would be great. But I'm really, I think nine and a half is pretty much the perfect number for him um seven years nine and a half million pretty much i think locks him up till he's 30 or 31 um so it's it's just another contract you don't have to worry about he's our guy we got him for the next seven years and it's pretty comparable to the um to his contemporaries you know gail mccarthy yes gail mccarthy's getting six by nine hughes is getting six by nine uh, yeah nice gail um Nice Colorado. Um, yeah, yeah, what did Magic <laughs> get? He got seven eight, by whatever it was. We're we're clearly terrible at bringing up our stats beforehand, but it's all very comparable. Basically, is what we're getting at, and it's a pretty good deal. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be upwards. I thought that they were going to wait to the end of the season. He was going to have another Norris Trophy level season, and it was going to be ten, ten and a half million. So yeah, I was a- nine and a half is a win. I wouldn't call it a steal, 
But I think it's a win for both for the, sides. For, for, for the Cal, for, I guess for me, I'm calling it a steal because like I was expecting the number to be higher based uh-huh. on, based on I guess how the Rangers give out contracts. It's like they paid Truba eight and a half, the eight million. Crowder <laughs> got seven million. Mika just got his big paycheck. So I was yeah. expecting Fox to get a pretty big pay, you know, a big ticket, and to get about nine. To get a kid who just won the Norris Trophy at like twenty, he's younger than me. He's twenty three. He's only a few months That's older nuts. than my, he's only yeah. a few months older than my brother. So um, that kid's only getting nine and a half million for the next seven years. I expected it to be a lot more, so that's why, in my opinion, it's a steal. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since it, what, it was his second full season, he got the Norris that's, Trophy. Like that's, that's, that's kind just of nuts. I, yeah, it, it's he's a he's a good defenseman. I hate to admit it, but he is quite the incredible defenseman. Um, and it just it just makes the Seth Jones contract look ten times worse. Which good. Is amazing. I wish nothing. I, I feel Hawks. I feel bad making fun of Seth Jones because he seems like a great guy, but just what a terrible contract. I mean, yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. I've listened to this <laughs> podcast that he's been on. He seems like a really awesome guy. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just you 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 paid for the player that he used to be, and he's just not, he's no. not living up to that that contract, and it hasn't even kicked in yet. So Plus, you figure McAvoy uh, – not McAvoy, uh, Fox in New York, he's probably not even taking home that much of that actual money. Like, So he really definitely did the Rangers a favor by kind of giving them that – I would call it a slight discount for sure. Um, cause I, with the taxes, I saw something like John Tavares out of his 11 million salary in Toronto, he takes home like 4.1 million. So I'm sure New York is kind of along the same vein where Fox probably takes home half, maybe a little less than half with taxes after it. So not that I'm slouching at $4 million per year to play hockey. That's great. But like, I think he could definitely go for more. And I think it's a pretty good win for a GM who I think desperately needed it. And I think you'd agree. That's, I was going to bring up that point is, is, <laughs> is, I guess, it's a little different asking you. I, I guess I would pose the question to to Rangers fans: Is yeah, are we giving Chris Drury the credit for this? Um, and I feel like a part of me has to say yes, but there's also a part of me that's like ah, I don't know. But like because it, because it it kind of it goes with all of the other signings he's made. Like the Lingren when the Lingren signing happened, he was like, he's like I think three days into his you know. GM tenure and yeah. got re-signed and everyone's like, oh, that was a great signing by Drew. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was already pretty <laughs> much, it was pretty much already done before you know everyone got fired. It, Drew is just the guy to you know put the pen to the paper. Yeah, basically. he was the guy there when Lindgren had to sign and Lindgren wasn't gonna say no to the money he was gonna be making. Um and, and then you look at like the the Goodrow contract and the Mika contract and you're like, eh. so it's like, yeah, I guess this is kind of a win. It it does win Drury, I guess, some brownie points with fans. And I like would you say said, it really he, does. Yeah. He desperately needed the, <laughs> the fans to get off his back, and I and I and I do think the fans are still on his back, and I really appreciate oh, that sure. everyone everyone's been kind of giving him the business because I mean, for the most part, it's been an unmitigated disaster for him. Yeah. as as GM, I mean, he's had a few bright spots here and there, but not much else has has really occurred. Um, I also think he could have given Fox about anything. He probably could have handed him a blank check and signed him for a 7 by 12 and I think the fans would have been happy. I think they yeah. would have been like, oh, okay, this is a little bit of overpayment, but it's also Adam Fox. If it was so. 12, I would have – I would, yeah, if it was 12, I would have been like, it is Fox, but I'm like, god damn, we're fucked like yeah. three years <laughs> down the line. But yeah, I mean, big win. Yeah, huge win. Didn't, I and, saw, it came, and it was so unexpected too. Like it literally came yeah. out of nowhere. 
like no, the like, news broke no and I immediately ran to my phone. Like I'm just scroll literally I got I um I just opened my phone because I was watching TV and I was just on Twitter because I had just had the TV on mm-hmm. it's like background noise. And first thing is the Vince Mercogliano who broke the news. He's like uh, Adam Fox just signed for seven years. And I was like what the what oh my what <laughs> hold on so I'm, you're doing the immediate like scroll 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 yeah. trying to like find a number and everything but um <laughs> and then when nine and a half came in i was like jesus what a what a contract great scoop by uh vince first of all and i mean the fact there were no rumblings quite impressed for a player of his stature you would think something would get out and you see a lot of things get out nowadays but everybody kind of but the islanders not to put them on a pedestal but that's kind of how it goes and for that not to leak out by drury and co quite impressive i will give them that so what's funny is um the the someone who writes for newsday colin stevenson he had Mm -hmm, tweeted out that um drury had i think either during a presser or like after like a practice or something um he pulled fox into a room for a one-on-one and And apparently it was to sign that deal, so that's why it never happened. But he he said he was he said he was tweeting like everything that was happening, but it wasn't going through on Twitter. <laughs> so he probably would have been the one to break the news. Vince heard the scoop first, came in, took the scoop right out of Colin's mouth. Sorry, Colin. <laughs> that's a tough go. I said, hey, just doggy dog world out there. Yeah, in journalism. If you're, yeah, if you're going to be a big J, you got to make sure those tweets are sending. That would never exactly. happen on, on Schefter's watch. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, pretty quiet week nonetheless um, for, very, both, for both Very teams. quiet week. Um, the Island, we'll start with the Islanders first. <laughs> oh, since, yeah. Since they've played a whopping <laughs> one game since we last yeah. recorded. There's, there's a lot going on here with the Islanders. I have literally nothing. It's like they played Nashville last Saturday, 1.30 p.m. game. My lock of the week was that they would lose. They did lose. I don't think they deserved to lose, which is kind of the funny part. They played well, but I think it's just one of those games that you play well and you lose, and it balances out for those games that you play like garbage and you win. Like it was a Vegas shootout game. loss too. Yeah, I mean, it was Soroka's first shootout in the NHL. He didn't look too good in it besides looking good all game. The shooters didn't do him any favors. It was Walsh and Bavillier, which was very strange. But the honors look good. I wish they could have held, the, uh, held them to – uh, getting two points, obviously, but both goals were kind of a little whack too because the first one was a bounce out front that went right to their player, and the second one they just flung out front off of a shin pad. So I think the Islanders played well. Obviously, you want two points there, but I'll take one on the road in Nashville. Three, two, and two off the bat is really not bad, all things considered, with the road trip. So if they can come away with like 14 points out of this road trip, 13, 14, I would be happy. Um, they got this week, I think they got Montreal. And a couple other teams. Let me go pull it up. I should have. I did have it up before I closed my app, so that's good. How, yeah, much, they, how much longer is this? Uh, like six games, right? Until they're back home. Yeah. So they had. When did they start the season? What do we play? Under, oh yeah, Carolina. So it's been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven already, and they have one, two, three, four, five, six. So six. So they're just over halfway there, which it's going by pretty quick. It's easy to say from the outside. I'm sure the players feel a little bit differently, but. They have some winnable games coming up in Montreal, Winnipeg, who's very fragile. Minnesota's looking pretty good this year, but the Devils without Jack Hughes, you could beat. Then you got the Panthers and the Lightning to close it out, which kind of stinks. But I think they get a win on Thursday, get back on track. Um, but yeah, the game kind of yeah, sucks. I, I, I think Montreal, uh, Montreal, uh, Winnipeg, and Devils are w- easy games to win. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think the Tampa Bay game and the Panthers probably give you some, some tough, trouble, yeah. but. 
But uh, I'm just looking at the Metro division before it happened to the Rangers. So mm-hmm. the, the what's funny is I think we both predicted that the Hurricanes would be taking a significant step back. Yeah, morons. Uh, yeah, we're so off. I mean, granted, we're it's, so it's, bad at this. It's eight games. They're, they're, they're also eight. eight, eight they're eight and oh. They're, they're eight, eight oh and oh. With with a plus twenty one goal differential. <laughs> just it's just dumb. That's just dumb. The honors, um, wow, the honors are the only one with a negative goal differential. That's uh, yeah, the Rangers. Yeah, I was just. Seeing but we've also only given up eighteen goals. It's just because they can't score, quite frankly. But yeah, uh, yeah, but, I mean, um, there's, it, it's a tight division. I mean, Pittsburgh's the honors. Pittsburgh are in last, tied for last, and they're they're above five hundred in hockey terms. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's it's been a it's it's going to be I think a wild year, and I think it's it's going to wild a wild card spot is going to be in contention for whoever's contending for that spot until the, um, until the end of the season, like the last yeah. game of the season is going to be the one that, that matters. But um, I also think teams like Columbus, who's five and three right now. And the devils who I have to go credit. They look pretty good. They look better than I thought they would four, two and one. I think they're both going to fizzle out a little bit, especially with Hughes out for over five weeks. Yeah. I think they're both punching above their weight class right now. And I definitely agree mm-hmm. with you. I think they're both going to probably going to have a significant, um, step back soon but um yeah i mean since we last recorded uh, one more rangers, thing with the islanders really quick before uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we swap over um so we can just focus on the rangers well concern about uh john gabriel Pajot. really doesn't look like himself i don't know i can't speculate on anything and obviously we can't speculate on anything but just kind of want to throw it out there for any islander fans who watch please watch Pajot next game uh, my, my dad and i were talking about it and he really just doesn't look the same he had hand surgery i think in the off season. So I don't know what that's about. Obviously, it's going to affect him, his play somehow, but he looks slow out there. Doesn't look like himself. So I'm curious, Steve. So if you're an Islander fan, please watch Pajot and let me know what you think of his play. But that's all I had, and that's what concerns me. But on to the Rangers. The Islanders yeah. have nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so um, when we last recorded, I think my lock of the week was the Rangers would get their first home win against Columbus, and that was – very much a fact it did happen. Uh, big win, too. 4 nothing win. He needed that to kind of uh, rally the troops a little bit after a, an embarrassing 5-1 loss on Monday, uh, that previous previous Monday. So, Elvis um, should have pushed him. Yeah, push him up. Don't, no shutouts allowed. But it was a nice gesture, nonetheless. That's the same yeah, thing that we're was, talking about. Yeah, that was, that was a cool gesture um, to uh, – you know, hold everyone back so Igor can get the can get the shutout. You know, it was Is Elko, that, yeah. he, he, he's Russian too, right? A little Russian love. Um, Merzlikens is Latvian, so like, face. I don't. I, I'm enough. not gonna say anything. It's kind of similar, but obviously yeah. not the same. It's for any Latvians listening, they're gonna get mad at me. But it's all <laughs> it's all kind of the same area. You get it. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. I mean, Chris Kreider, I think, had a couple goals that game. Um. Yeah, it was it was just an awesome game to watch. Yeah, Strom started it. Uh, Lafreniere had his his third goal of the season, and yeah, Chris Crowder got two. Um, he's got six goals right now. I think he's on pace to have like a hundred by the end of the season. But um, mm-hmm. typical Chris Crowder, he will fizzle out by January. So um, you know, enjoy enjoy it while it lasts because <laughs> um, he he will eventually fizzle out. And you know. I don't think the Rangers trade him at the deadline this year, but he's probably a guy they start to look into trading, especially oh, you know sorry. Chris Kreider. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. With that contract, know. no, there's no shot. It's also the NHL, though, and we and and we. Tony D'Angelo was apparently not going to be in the league anymore 
and 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 he's still, True, he's still here. So I, I don't want to. They, they they love Kreider, but that's just my opinion. We'll see. No, what and that's the thing. Like they love him. If they name him captain next year, yeah, no doubt. There, no doubt, he stays until the end of that deal. But I think this is year two of the contract going into effect. Um, yeah, maybe maybe after year four, you can. Probably I was thinking. Move it yeah, like I was thinking years. after year four. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just I'm just looking down the pipeline. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little. <laughs> I'm, shoot, I'm shooting a little quick, but uh, it is what it is. And then, um, so yeah, the the Western the Western road trip for New York started on Sunday, three uh, one win over Seattle. The Rangers had no business winning that game. Um, Shout out Jordan Eppley for a snipe back. Yeah, that was that was that was an awesome <laughs> goal. Um, but yeah, the Rangers had absolutely really? no business. I didn't watch any game. of it. No, they looked like absolute dog crap. Um, <laughs> They don't, they don't even deserve the shit word. They just deserve wow. crap. Um, not great. Yeah, they, look, hey, they looked horrible. Um, it was that's we, what good teams do. They win games they're not supposed to. Pretty much, yeah. I mean that that's that is one of those games where when uh, if they're competing for a wild card spot and they finish yep. uh, like a tiebreaker with someone, it's like that's the game where you're like, oh yeah, we we needed that one because that's how we got to here. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, no, I mean this that was one of those games where if. You know, Igor put on his his Lundquist face mask, and uh, because it was Halloween, and um, <laughs> he just dragged him through the game like a typical Lundquist fashion. You know, the team looked like crap, and he was like, "I am going to win this game for us, so figure it out." And they ended up they ended up they ended up with the with the W. Uh, Chris yeah, Kreider again, he scored, so he had uh, his seventh goal of the year. Everly scored. Um, Fox had a goal in the third period, and then uh, Goodrow had a deflection, I believe, or no, he had the empty netter. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, they they didn't look great, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Igor Igor won two back to back. I shouldn't say win one, but um, he was named the first star back to back after the Columbus game and the Seattle game. Um, so, game two of the Rangers Western uh, road trip is tonight. That game. Sh- Starts apparently in one minute. ESPN says the oh, event right. hasn't started. It's supposed to start at 10. Yeah, 10.07. Uh, pre- pregame's been on for probably 30 minutes, and usually they're good about playing the MSG pregame, so I have no idea what they're doing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're in Vancouver tonight, um, which I'm kind of like, I don't know how that game could get. We'll go. Um, Vancouver's not bad, but they're also just like not playing so, that great. So strange. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. That'll be up in the air. Hopefully the Rangers can, can get a W because I, I think the next two games are, are easy losses for them. Uh, Calgary is probably – they play Edmonton first on Friday. They get two-day break, and then they play Edmonton on Friday. Um, Calgary's kind of wagon. Uh, yeah, uh, Edmonton, Edmonton is definitely a wagon this year so far. Uh, McDavid's probably going to have a hat trick. Uh, but, Igor, will be, Igor will be in net on Friday most how likely. Is your, how is your PK, by the way? Because they have a, they're, almost, they're almost running fifty percent on the power play of the Oilers, which is nuts. Um, I I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna I'll pass it over to you eventually to to find that out. But <laughs> yeah. um, I'll um, the Rangers. Yeah, so they play Edmonton on Friday, and I imagine Igor will be in net for that mm-hmm. game, and then they'll give him a break, and Georgiev will play on. Saturday they play back to back. They play Edmonton on Friday and then Calgary on Saturday. Um, last Ooh, yeah, Calgary they lost five one. That's tough. Georgiev will get the start and we'll probably lose pretty badly again. So um, they need the win tonight. Um, 
because going into this weekend, they've got two tough games against two mm-hmm. really good teams out in the Western you know, Western Canadian uh, sector of the world. But um, yeah. yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Um, I guess the next thing on the docket is uh, a point you, I think, put here. Most disappointing players so far for each team. Yeah, I was just kind of curious about what you thought about disappointing players. And I think I guess I sort of revealed my hand for the Islanders because I was going to say Pajot. But don't look at the stats. You also have Anders Lee, who only has one goal and no assists in six games. So um, I think there's a lot of offensive prowess to be had for the Islanders, and those two are definitely not holding up their end of the bargain. And it was just something that I thought would be an interesting kind of conversation, albeit very quickly because I don't have too much to add about it just because – just wanted to kind of touch on it and get your thoughts on the Rangers and just so I could throw my thoughts out about the Islanders. But definitely not the start I wanted from. I want to give Lee a break too because he just tore his ACL, obviously, and he's coming back. But I think the Islanders absolutely need more scoring, and the fact that they only have 18 goals through seven games is extremely concerning, in my opinion. But I think I would give my vote personally to um, probably Pajot. But I also don't want to mark on these two guys if they're both still kind of hurting a little bit or getting back into the swing of things. But – um, I just thought that was very interesting that we only had one goal in six games and no assist. And where is Peugeot on this list? Peugeot has zero goals and two assists. So really not a hot star for either of those guys. And a lot of guys, honestly, I mean, Sezikis is none. Parise is none, but Parise has been playing good. Chara says Chara. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> who else is on this list? Matt Martin hasn't really done much. It's, it's been a bit of a concerning start, but those are my pits uh i was just curious what you had just because i don't watch the rangers every day oh yeah for sure um just to answer your question before about the pk the rangers have an 83 percent pk right now all things considered Uh, it's above the league average which is 79.53 percent so um can't be can't be upset with that um most disappointing player um it's been Immediately, my mind kind of goes to like Kako since he hasn't really done anything. That's the one that I looked up that I saw that I was surprised about because I think a lot of you people, including yourself, had him as a big breakout year, and he's got zero yeah. and five. Yeah, I mean, like he did miss a couple of games, so uh-huh. I, I, th- I think you know he's he's trying to get back in the swing of things. I think getting injured that early in the season, this early in the season, isn't great even though it was a minor injury thank god um so he hasn't looked great um he, he's been a little bit disappointing um philip Heedle's also kind of been a little disappointing he's only got one goal um so far mm. um but yeah outside outside of that the pro- probably those two i would say have been that's fair the, the, the most disappointing and i don't even want to say they're like disappointing as i'm like oh my god i expect so much better yeah i, no. I you know it's it's uh yeah it's it's still really early but um it's been yeah it's it's it hasn't been the hottest start for either of them and, and gerard Gallant came out too and and, and basically said that, i saw uh, that yeah philip Heedle and and lafreniere and and sammy blay need to start playing yeah they're they not like the way they yeah. played the other day so um, they're, they're also all young. I think Sammy Blaze, the oldest there at 24, 25. Yeah. Um, a, lot of, so, a lot of room to grow. And I think exactly. both teams are playing all right. Uh, Rangers are obviously playing great. Islanders are playing okay. And they don't have a lot of their big players um, like Kako, Peugeot, Lee, and Hito, like playing good. So I guess things can only go up, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, and, and that's the point I was going to make, too, is that, like, I'm um, sorry if there's a little excess noise. I got to put my PlayStation controller down to get started. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's it's early on in the season, and hopefully, you know, maybe maybe Kako can get a goal tonight, and that that mm-hmm. would the kicks. If he gets a point tonight, you know, that would be great, just to kind of kickstart, you know, everything. But um, but I also I also kind of think you know Panarin and and Strom, you know, Kako. That's the line. Panarin, Strom, Kako. You know, Strom wasn't around. Kako wasn't really producing. Kako got hurt. And then it was like, so it's like, we haven't really seen that line in its full capacity really cook yet. So yeah. hopefully, once everything, once, you know, everything gets going there, um, even Panarin, he's kind of having a slow start, but, it, you know, I'm not, I'm not too, too worried. Nah. But, but um, yeah, other, other, otherwise, yeah, Kako and, and Hedl are the first two that come to my mind. And, um, yeah, I think for both teams, it's it's not you know we it's definitely not super concerning. Not not con- yeah, not concerning. Yeah. But I'm keeping it. We're keeping an eye on exactly. On both That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of that, with like weird starts, I just want to bring this up pretty quick because I was looking sniffing through the stats right now. Um, two things I want to point out. Number one, the Hurricanes just I have 1.5 goals against per game, which is absurd. Um, I thought their goal team was gonna be terrible. I'm an idiot. And Vegas has not scored a power play goal this year. Thought that was very interesting. <laughs> Vegas, did you see the roster they put out tonight? <laughs> I, I'm judging. I didn't see it, but I saw your name when you joined the chat, and I'm assuming they that's... had Brett Howden at number as the one C for like 18 minutes. Oh, they played they already, uh, or they were playing. Yeah, let me go look. Yeah, they they did. They played Toronto. They lost for nothing. Unsurprisingly, let's see. <laughs> I think he. I think he. It might not have been oh, eighteen. Minutes. A, it might have been like twelve is, minutes. It was, this is it a was tough bad. roster. This it is was a disgusting. rough roster. Towards the end, like that fourth line, who who's like half those players? He, yeah, he played. Oh man, yeah. This this roster kind of stinks. They have a lot of injuries, but that's yeah. They are they are not a good uh, start for s- Vegas. Swamped with injuries. Four five and zero. Oh. I don't know, man. Hey man, Some, hopefully hopefully they they look like crap. Uh, for a while, because when I go to Vegas again in January, I'm trying to go to Vegas Penguins. And oh, I hope both go. those teams suck so the ticket prices go down. Yeah, that'd be nice. We'll see. I'm, I'm curious to see how their fans react to them being bad, but I don't know. I think they have the talent to, to make it happen, and it sounds like they're circling the waters around. The, everybody seems to think it's going to be Anaheim or Vegas now. And Vegas is yeah. for the last five days. It's been Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. It's gonna about to trade for Eichel, and it hasn't happened. So I'm not buying it until I see it with these people anymore. I think the problem yeah, I, is the cap. Sorry, before you go, um, I didn't cut you off, but the problem is I think before the cap hit can go on LTIR, they have to have the space. So like they have to make sure they have 10 million space before they put them on LTIR, which I think is complicating things heavily. But yeah, no, I agree. I think um, I think the Rangers are out officially. Um, especially since they only have ten million in cap space now, um, because of the Fox extension. So yeah, um, yep. they are they are pretty much done. Yeah, at this it's kind of done. Um, if they want to go after a center, you, you just start looking for maybe prospect centers that you could mm-hmm. do one for one with Kravtsov with at this point. Because I Dylan think that's Strom, probably, maybe that's uh, I don't know. He's not maybe. very good. I don't yeah. think. But <laughs> I, I've seen that name. Um, but um. I don't know, crap. Yeah, the whole craft solve thing. I don't. I'm not going into it. It's just. It's just bad. I don't know what. <laughs> there, was a, there was a false report that came out that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw that, this. That he was being loaned back to Tractor, but that was pretty much dispelled pretty quickly. That's. It was apparently very quickly. Yeah, they're like, it's not. It's not like it happened. It's being discussed. It is definitely not something that is 
going through just yet because I don't think they're going to be in. I don't think they want him to be in Russia. I think they want to try to as no. soon as possible. It's just going to complicate things if he's in Russia because then say Dallas wants to be like, oh, he's playing in Russia. Like we don't have it for this year, so the price can be lower. So I'm sure the Rangers are trying to push it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um. Speaking of prospect Speaking of- trades, oh, I beat you the punch. Beat you the punch on that one. <laughs> Are you talking about the Hayek trade talks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I, that, that came out of literally nowhere. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, everyone just kind of started talking about throwing him in, in trade talks and stuff. And, and um, a, lot of, a lot of people were saying um, – Phil Kessel for Hayek, like just straight up. Oh my god! Thing, um, you know, he's still in Arizona, right? So yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately for Phil, I think honestly, yeah, you throw like a mid round pick in there, that would probably get the deal done. Quite, right. I don't think Phil has that much value right now. No, he doesn't, and everyone's kind of like, "Well, he's not great." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, he's he's not the player he wants. He's you're not going to get uh, Pittsburgh Phil Kessel, but no, um, still can score. Yeah, I mean, he could still probably put up twenty, maybe." Like if he if he really wanted to, uh, on a good team maybe, uh, with sheltered minutes, I would be excited to see Phil as a as a ranger. Cool. If if it was like a fourth line, third line type thing, just to kind of get the offense going. I mean, except the thing, the Rangers aren't having tr- they're it's not like they're not scoring, but they're definitely having trouble scoring at times. Um, so I'm just throwing someone else in the mix could be could be a good yeah be good for business, but yeah, like it's just fucking third line weird right wing. seeing yeah, it was just weird seeing Hayek um, in trade like his name being thrown out in like potential trade rumors, but it just infuriates me <laughs> because it's like you protected this guy to fucking trade him and and you ruined the relationship with one of your top prospects that yeah, you had go a, through like it was not just ideal. Such, yeah, it just it just tell me he's gonna score here. Oh God! Um, <laughs> um, it, it just like it just makes me like it just makes me shake my head because it's just poor, poor asset management as per usual yep. by the Rangers. But I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's all hearsay. I would not, I would not put any value into the Libor Hayek trade talks. Um, mm-hmm. But you want to? I I did see something funny that um, the Vegas was playing uh, Howden on the first line. <laughs> to um, eventually trade him to be uh, Buffalo's first-line center. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, oh, he's a first-line center, right? Yeah. Hey, he's a first-round pick. There you go. Yeah, man. That'd be kind I, of funny. That would be hilarious. But um, that'd be, that, I would honestly be, like, the most, like, full-circle thing of all time if Howden was included in the, the Jack Geico trade. Just out of pure comedic standpoint, not that he pushes it would the needle. Be. It but would, I, I think at this point, like I would also find it. I mean, I would find it funny regardless. But yeah, it would also because you're at kind peace like, with the Eichel situation, which I respect. Yes, because I've moved on to another conspiracy. Theory <laughs> that I don't think I've brought up yet on the podcast. <laughs> oh, Break the tinfoil hats out, people. Yeah, We're back. I'm all. I am or Chris all, is back. I should say. Yeah, I'm all for. <laughs> I am all for this new theory that i started i have not i have not yet seen anyone bring this up but i had raised the question you know because toronto looked like crap you know they, they haven't looked great i mean they, they they you know they have a big win against vegas tonight but it's like and you're starting to see some guys return to form mm-hmm. but i texted you this i said if toronto has another implosion doesn't get out of the first round um and the only reason that I was thinking about this was because of the Morgan Riley extension, and we had done the numbers. Fifty nine percent of their cap is is split between six guys now. 
It's it's absurd. It's just it's way. I, I love Morgan Riley as a player, but it's just it's getting ridiculous how much top quoted money they have. I mean, he's getting paid. Matthews is getting paid. Matthews Marner's ain't moving. Paid. Riley ain't moving. Tavares is moving. JT ain't moving. So, so the, and and the one guy that I've all that I've always said has to get voted off the he's island. He's making seven point eight. Basically, basically. I think was was almost off the island what like mm-hmm. two year two three years ago like he signed the a day bunch of before times, yeah. um it was William Nylander um and the only reason why I'm bringing this up and this one this one makes sense I think the Eichel thing was always just kind of like a oh <laughs> uh, in like a dream scenario and then it was like uh-huh. when it, he he was supposed to get traded it was like a need for a center of the Rangers but like this is actually a position of need at this point it's, now it's fathomable. It could definitely happen, and, and I'm not saying it'll happen during the season. I don't. I don't think he moves during the nah, season. Nah, probably at the draft, um, if anything. It would, yeah, it would be at the draft or 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 depends on the Leafs do. Summer depends on. Yeah, I, th- I think if they have another implosion, and they don't they escape have to do the first round. They have yeah, to. one. You either yeah, you got to start trading guys off because you have you have too much cap space and too many guys, and it it's just not going to work out. You need to start you know reconfiguring. Or I, I honestly, and I, I've seen this take a couple of times, different you know hockey personalities and stuff. It's like, does when does Dubis when when do you when do you got to say like what are you doing? And I if, think this is the year. I think, out, I think, I think this, is, this the is the year where if he gets another first, if that team gets kicked out in the first round again, I'd have to agree. He's he's going to get canned, and he's he'll easily find another job. I think I think a lot of teams will line up to to get him. I think he's um, probably better as system. a president of like hockey ops than a GM. I do too, but I, I just think like he, he will not have trouble finding no, a job, I don't think. Um but I, I do think, you know, if it's if it's not him, it's gotta be a player. William Nylander is is that guy and the Rangers should be calling the Leafs to get something done. I mean it, it makes, makes a ton sense. of sense. He's 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 only making like you said seven point eight. Somewhere around um, there, yeah. Yeah, I know the number is seven something. Yeah. Um so I mean like the number is not horrible for a winger. It's like you can you can move you know you, if you want to move Kako down to the third, the third pair because or the third line because he needs a little bit more time to grow and maybe maybe he'll do better there with less minutes and he'll produce a little more. He's obviously a top six winger. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it just makes a ton of sense to. I mean, you can honestly put him on the first line if you really wanted to. Um, yeah, he's got. I think he's played with Zvanejad before internationally. Probably. Um, so Probably we'll see yeah. it again and. February, he's a, he's I mean, a damn he's, good player. He just is, I think, a, a, probably a casualty of. I mean, if they could keep him, I think they would. But if they need the money, then he's the guy. He's a really yeah. good player. Like they, I don't think they want. He's a really him, good but. player, and I mean, his dad was already a, a Ranger too. You know, he had some good years. In New he's York. an Islander. NY Lander, come on, it's too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> come on. So, so I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's definitely a possibility. I, it's it's a I conspiracy agree. theory that I am okay with sense. starting because it makes it does it makes it makes a lot of sense um, <laughs> to me. Uh, just because it's a position of need right now. Um, you know, I wasn't all about the Eichel talk, and I was kind of like, okay, oh yeah, bust out the hats. But I honestly think this one makes a lot of sense. Like it frankly. does, it does <laughs> make sense. It's just a matter of what does the package consist of. Do you do you throw Kravtsov in there? Do you throw first? Like do you throw Kravtsov first, and and maybe another pick in there, or another Kravtsov like, first Zach pro- Jones? I don't know. I think I, I, mean, I guess it's I would. Hey man, if that if that's what gets it done. I I'll I'll drive Zach to Toronto if you really need me to. <laughs> I think that would probably get done honestly. Maybe like a third like throw that, in there. Like that honestly to me that that's 
I would I would very much appreciate that. But you know, it's just a theory. Let me please, please tweet at the podcast if you think this trade could potentially happen. What do you think about Nylander? Obviously, you're going to say glowing things about him because he's a fantastic <laughs> player. But, um, you know, do, do you want Nylander on the team? The answer should be yes because he's a, a stud. But, um, yeah, yeah I, definitely, I definitely think this is a, a theory that I don't think anyone has started yet. So, yeah, there you um, go. You're here first. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happy to be the first guy to be, to be planting <laughs> the flag here. Good stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's about a lot of hockey talk, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to to host a New York Rangers and Islanders podcast when both teams only play play combined three games. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It's a little week. It'll pick back up. About uh, about like three weeks from – so we record this on Tuesday, but three weeks from tomorrow, Islanders-Rangers, UBS, first game of the season, right before Thanksgiving. So – We'll see. I think I'm going I, with my with my family, so I don't know if we get a live podcast, but we, maybe we'll do something. We'll figure something out. But either way, what we'll hear about that. that. The, the, it's the like the Wednesday before the Thanksgiving. I believe it's the twenty third. Oh, the twenty fourth. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the twenty fourth. Four weeks. Ooh, I just, I just no, started looking into tickets for that at UBS. Yeah, come on by, <laughs> bro. I'm no joke. I I looked at my um. I look. This is the off the rails portion. I looked at my PTO hours at work. I have 123 hours. I still have to take. That's just it comes ridiculous. out to like it comes out to like 15 or 16 that's just, days. It's just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you take off the whole rest of the year. Just take off all December at that point. I, I I like I was literally on the phone with my mom, and I'm like, I think I'm going to take the day before Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, the like day the Monday. Before, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to do a five day weekend, or yeah. <laughs> take off Wednesday, Thursday, or Wednesday, Friday, and then maybe even that Tuesday before. I might just do a five-day – I might just do one day that week. There you go. Or I mean, take hey, the whole week sense. off. I don't, I don't even know. Honestly, but, that's yeah, probably the best – better idea. Maybe. Ooh. I have I mean, the whole week tic- off. Just those out of- tickets will be expensive though. So I it do will be to, quite expensive, yeah. I do have to think about that. Maybe I'll just go to like tailgate in the parking lot. <laughs> Pay $20 to get in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, maybe cause a ruckus. Maybe it might. Might Josh will probably go in. Maybe I'll call Justin Sosa and be like, "Hey, there you go, tailgate (laughs) parking lot with me." Yeah, so that should be exciting. But yeah, Um, game is not an MSG with no longer marquee. I don't even know the significance of that, quite frankly. But people were up in up in arms about it, quite frankly. So you probably know more than me. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you've been to MSG, you know, yeah, the giant sign in the front. I yeah, mean, it's kind of like it's been there for like 50, over fifty years, and they took it down and moved yeah. it like oh, up well. the street. It's yeah. it's <laughs> it's not the biggest thing, but it, it was people were mad. Where, I mean, it's it was kind of iconic. To That's take fair. It down. That's fair. To, to take it down, replace it with a smaller one up the street. So now, and like apparently, oh, they got rid of it altogether. That's yeah, like they up. moved it up the street, like it's gone because they're redoing the building, the MSG, like yeah. uh, that building in front. So um, they decided that is not going to be a part of the building plans. Um, so it's kind of it, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like you know you you see a big you know musical act or you know sports team or someone performing at mm-hmm. the garden, and their, uh, okay. their name is on that big marquee right out front gotcha. on on Seventh Ave. You know, it's kind of a very iconic you know it's it's been featured on on yeah, album covers and stuff so um if you had told me that the last time i saw it was going to be a couple weeks ago i would have been like what 
So, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it upset a lot of people for sure. Um, I think people overreacted um, a little bit, but um, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, definitely. I I think it'll. It's not. I shouldn't say that. It's not going to take away the lore of the garden, but it's just kind of like nah. it's one of those things where you're going to be looking for it now. You're just like, oh, it's 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 gone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. No big but, deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the biggest deal. I just wanted to put it down there because it's yeah. it's a pretty iconic thing, and to see to see it go away is sad, but mm. we'll eventually get over it. Yeah, like most things. But yeah, should I wrap it up with the uh, the segments? Yeah, man. All right. Number of the week, Kevin. Lay it yeah, on. Yeah, me this time. Uh, well, the first try I got thirty-one, which was Billy Smith, and only Billy Smith. So, shots Billy Smith, but I'm not doing that. Uh, obviously, Islanders legend. Hockey legend, but uh, we got 27. So that's a fun one. Uh, starting off in 1979 with John Tonelli. Obviously, uh, if anybody knows the famous Tonelli to Nystrom goal call when they won their first Stanley Cup against the Flyers. That's like what he's most known for, but the guy was a great Islander. So good for him. Uh, Derek King played nine seasons here. Um, I don't really know much about him, but good for him. Mark Parrish wore for one year. He obviously stayed here for longer than one year, but he's a good analyst for MSG now, or he was. I think he floats around now doing a couple different things. So uh, that's a good one. Michael Pekka. It sounds like a pretty good list here for 27. Michael Pekka, former captain, uh, captain with the Sabres too. He was a great center. Um, he played here for a couple of years. Next up, not a good player, but noble player, Jeremy Colleton. Recognize that name? <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks head coach. That's uh, always an interesting <laughs> one. I the fact that he is still the coach blows my mind, quite frankly. But he was an Islander for a little bit. I'm gonna see how many games he played. Actually, should probably pull it up beforehand. While you're while you're looking that up, just just getting this out there, because um, everyone was talking about it. How in the fuck did the <laughs> NHL let Joel Quenville coach that fucking game the other day? That was nuts. That, that was, was terrible. Insane and that could, he was able to coach that game. I couldn't think of a. All humanitarian issues aside, I could not think of a worse PR move for the NHL and the Florida Panthers. I think the Panthers probably got over it by now. They're like, okay, they fired him. Good enough. But, like, what a terrible, terrible move. How do you do that? Just be like, hey, Joel, you're suspended for this one game. So while we figure out the situation, and then we'll decide from there, okay? Like, don't let him go behind the bench. It's kind of like the comments. I I don't know. I I don't think we had talked about it uh, last week, but the the comments Torts had made, where it's like you just need mm-hmm. one guy to step up and be like, wait, hold on, like yep. we can't let this happen. Um, how, yeah, I mean, like the Panthers, it's it's whatever. Like the fact that they they let it happen, it's just like it's not not great, great the, but not. But the, you knew that they weren't gonna pull him. Like they, they most likely knew that they weren't going to pull him. So the NHL should have there should have been one guy who stepped been in NHL, and been like. Yeah. Hey, no, he's not coaching tonight. He's done. Like we're we're pulling the plug for you guys. If you're not doing it, we're gonna do it. So yeah, I, I that was outrageous. But um, I don't think the Panthers could have done anything to be honest. If you really think about it, like what could they say to Joel Quenville when they're not involved? Like hey, like can't coach tonight. Sorry, like you can't really I mean, open up your own it investigation. Just been, it would have been yeah. It, it's not like it's not like they yeah. It's it's not. It shouldn't look. I guess bad for the Panthers because it's like, yeah, they they weren't really involved in this. They just had mm. someone coaching a team that was. So it's like it, their call probably should have, you know, they're obviously looking to win hockey games. They are still competing for a playoff spot, even though yes, we're eight games into the season. It's like, they are still very much competing for, yeah. um, you know, top spot in the league. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, someone on uh, someone in that org too could have just been like, "Hey, Joel, we think it's yeah. probably in our best interest to, to 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 not let you coach tonight, and we'll we'll revisit this whole thing tomorrow." That's um, true. I mean, like, yeah, it's bad on both sides ultimately at the end of the day. But um, I'm throwing it back to you. 27. Let's go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Joe Clemens got fired. Basically, they let him like leave, but he's done. So don't think we'll ever see him again. Shout out Barry Trotz. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, shout out Barry Trotz. That's also bullshit, though. How everyone resigned or got to leave? No, fucking That's fire garbage. people. Like, yeah, you're fire fired. people. Get fired. Heads, heads deserve to roll, but yeah, Barry Trotz will now probably catch him for a second overall and wins, and he's now the active. Longest tenure coach with uh, in terms of like games coach. So good for you, Barry. But yeah, Woo-hoo. other than that, uh, Randy Robitaille, Matt Keith, Daryl Bootland, all three years playing 27, um, one year each, all terrible players. But um, oh yeah, I forgot to pull up Jeremy Collins' stats. He played 56 games with the Islanders, sorry, 57 games with the Islanders, didn't play with for any other teams, and he had six points. So thank you for doing absolutely nothing, Jeremy Carlton. But uh, yeah, good for you, you blink and he's gone. He's only thirty six, which is nuts. Like the guy could be, if he was going to play, he'd be still be in the NHL right now. But alas, and other than that, we have uh, Milan Jurchina. That guy was massive. He's like six foot six. The Yurch, uh, my buddy Joe Braun was a big Jurchina fan. And after that, uh, the last twenty seven, Anders Lee. So. I say a pretty good number. I mean, a lot. We got some captains in there. Got some good players. Uh, some notable ex alumni like Carlton, uh, Tanelli. So I'd say that's a pretty good number. But yeah, that's what uh, that's what we have for the week. I'm just thinking about it because um, Char is the oldest player in the oldest active player in the league right now, at 44. 44. Yeah, and and Carlton is 36. That's ridiculous. So that's like eight, what eight year gap? So mm-hmm. he watched most likely watched Char get drafted, start his career. Yeah. Then he entered the league. Char was still playing, and he left the league. And Char is still <laughs> continuing. And now he's coaching enemy. in the NHL. And Char's because how old would Carlton be when Char was drafted? He would have been ten years old. I was watching the NHL draft when I was ten years old. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he he literally watched this guy's. So he That's watched nuts. his career start and his career, his hockey career ended before Chara's. <laughs> and like you look at a guy like, how old is Barry Trotz? Like he's, I think he's like mid fifties. Uh, Let me see, sixty one. I'm gonna guess fifty nine. Pretty close. I mean, so fifty nine, forty four. He was only he was fifteen when Chara was born. That's really like not. That's nothing <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, but. That is quite nuts, but yeah, uh, three stars of the week. Putting you on the spot, what you got. Um, we always we always thir- wing this. So we'll see how it yeah, goes. the third the third star of the week will go to uh, will go to me or am and slash go to me slash Amazon for getting oh. uh, for getting a pretty weird Halloween costume. Uh, short oh. notice. Um, I didn't really know what I was going to be on Saturday because we went out to like some. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it was like an open bar thing, but it was kind of like a little event around the corner by my apartment. Um, I just kind of got something quick there. So shouts out to Amazon, but fuck you, Bezos. Um, <laughs> so I guess them slash me will be the third star. Um, second star of the week will be the event we went to on Saturday. That was there you go. $50. Oh, dude, I don't know what regular admission was, but if you paid $50 for the, the VIP ticket, you got free booze and there was free food all day. Now, granted, the That's free a great food deal. Was, 
The free food was samples. If you wanted actual like full servings, you had to pay for it. But it's it was like a pretty good deal for fifty bucks, especially with the drinks. For fifty, for fifty, dude, the drinks alone. I got two. Yeah. I, I mean, I was drinking sel- I was tr- pretty much drinking seltzers all day. But um, I got a couple Jameson and gingers. I'm like, that's that, that'll run you ten, twelve bucks at a, oh, at, for at, sure. at a place like that. So I'm like, I, I you know. If you factor in, I had two of those. It's what, let's say 20, 24 bucks. And then you factor in all the other seltzers I had. I usually drank the $50 to get in. So yeah. um, that is, that's that's the second star for me. And then the first star, shout out my brother. He came down and for the first time saw my apartment and uh, was able to get park, was able to get free parking on the street across, right across the street from my apartment building, um, which, is, which is awesome. Um, it's Yeah. So they finally finished the construction. So people could park there. Um, Love to see it. I, uh, I was not able to get him a parking spot. I had gone pretty much away, almost a week in advance to get it. And I told me they were, they were gone. So um, I got to be better next time. But uh, yeah, <laughs> shouts, shouts out to him for getting all that free parking and such. There you go. Good stuff. But yeah, I think uh, my three stars, I'll go with Barry Trotz, number three, for being an unproblematic king. Uh, that's no, no explanation needed. Number two, uh, Jorge Soler today. He's an Atlanta Braves player. Hit a 3-1. Three. Run home run out of the stadium in Houston, so that was very satisfying to see. Houston stinks down with Houston, and they're up six nothing in the bottom of the six. So they could close it out tonight. I think by the time you hear I, this, um, not to cut you off or anything. No, you're good. I I had seen a video. Some guy predicted that the yep Braves Trevor Plouffe. Yeah, and the guy was like, "Oh, that'd be like two hundred something, or it was like a insane amount of money." The odd the odds I, of that. Like, I happening. thought he bet a thousand to win twenty six million. I'm pretty sure yeah, that was so, it. Yeah, it was like twenty. So yeah, it was twenty. It was two twenty. I I just know the numbers were two six five. But yeah, yeah. If you put a thousand dollars on that bet, you'd win two uh, twenty six and a half million sheets. Pretty sure he's a, a former hour. pitcher. The guy that did it. I mean, if, yeah. so if he, I'm sure he's like fired up right now. I would be losing my damn mind, quite frankly, if I had the chance to win twenty six million dollars. Yeah, I mean, jeez, man. Yeah, but. Continue. That's my second star. Shout out, Jorge Soler. Hope the Braves pull it off. It looks like they're going to. And then my first star, um, I was going to bring this up before, but I figured I'd say it for now. Josh Hosang did an interview on um, theleafsnation.com, and he had a lot of good quotes, but the one that stood out to me was, New York was amazing. They were kind, and they tried their best to figure me out. I was just so different from what they wanted, and that's on me, not them. It was a very mature interview. I was very impressed with Josh Hosang. He kind of he kind of like went on to say, like, yeah, I'm just like happy playing the AHL. Like it was my dream one point to play in the NHL, but now I'm just kind of learning that I get to play hockey, um, and the game I love for a job, and I'm just appreciating every moment. And no bitterness to towards New York. Norik is no bitterness to him, so I thought that was very mature. So he's my number one star of the week. Wish him nothing but the best. Wish he wasn't a Leaf, but wish him nothing but the best, regardless. But yeah, it's kind of a, an awesome thing to say. And that's, yeah, right. We'll have to see that. Could have definitely could have went in a different know. direction. Yeah, it's good to see that he found, I guess, solace and yeah. at least being able to play professional hockey, even though it's in the AHL and you don't can't make a ton of money playing there. But still good enough. You know, yeah, you're still, you know, good for him, man. Yeah, still good money to play hockey. <laughs> that's but also yeah. a good. That's also a good PR move on his point. You know, Facts. If, if he has attitude or, and I mean, I, I guess after this whole. Kyle Beach thing you can't mm-hmm. really say attitude oh, yeah. you can't really believe what an attitude issue is it could be something very internal but yep. um I guess from all accounts they just kind of said he was immature is it like a Tony D'Angelo type immature or whatever who knows but um it could be good for him you know could could get another shot at some point yeah hope so but yeah what's your uh lock of the week 
um, that the Rangers will get waxed um, this weekend. Saturday or Friday and Saturday will not be good games for for this Fair. team. I think Connor and I think Connor McDavid. Uh, my lock of the week will be Connor McDavid with a hat trick <laughs> on the Rangers. Oh, tough. <laughs> You know what? I can't. I won't even be mad. I won't even be mad to yeah, see someone like good. Connor McDavid do something that awesome. He's too. Good. I'll be happy. You can't be mad. You think you? That's a good point. I, yeah. I'll be. I'll be happy for the kid. I'll go with Isles over Habs on Thursday. So by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be old news since a lot of our fans honestly probably listen the weekend or the early week after. But I'll go Isles over Habs on Thursday. I guess we'll hear if both of us are right by the time you listen to this, probably. But uh. And I'll give a goal to Peugeot. I think he'll break out of a slump, but that's my lock of the week. That's yours. And uh, I think about wraps it up. It's a good podcast. Oh, I, had a, I, guess, I, guess, I guess another lock I have okay. is, is your sadness about Cole Caulfield being Oh, I forgot play. to bring that up. That's a great <laughs> point. Yeah. So I traded, um, I believe it was Sam Reinhardt in fantasy for – I forget what the exact trade was. Oh, I can pull it Jesus, up. Jesus, what a brutal trade now. That's <laughs> uh, absolutely brutal. I mean, I really just – I really screwed the pooch on that one. Let me go see what I did. It was – oh, gosh. Where is it? No, that's a bigger trade. Where is my trade? Yeah, here it is. Okay, so it was – I got Cole Caulfield, Zach Hyman, and Blake Wheeler. And this is a league where hits count and, like, block shots count, so – I thought Hyman and Wheeler would be useful for Eric Sinek, who was just a throw in for roster purposes and Sam Reinhardt obviously looks pretty brutal right now. Uh, Reinhardt's looking good. Caulfield has zero points in 10 games and got sent to the AHL and Wheeler looks like trash. So jokes on me. Uh, my team stinks, but yours, yours is looking all right, but yeah, not, not a great trade. The Hyman part Hyman's working out. I'm liking the way Zach Hyman looks, but yeah, man, I'm two and one in this league. Um, I think I've scored the most points. Yeah. I have the most points for, and I'm like, uh, yeah, Hyman's got eight points, six goals in eight games. So thank you, Zach, for giving me some sort of solace in this trade. Someone has has either played really bad teams or um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on because they only have 288 points against. Yeah, it's not too much. It's insane. I mean, yeah. it's granted, like they don't really call the defenses and everything, but yeah, um, stupid Cole Caulfield is the point here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I absolutely. You hate to see it. Du- I don't want to say I dusted who I played last week, but um, kind of it was it was it was a large it was a large victory. It was, <laughs> I was up by like I was up a hundred points with like two days left, and uh-huh. um, they just they were they were never going to catch up. Is Eric Cross on the IR now too? When did Eric Cross go on the IR? What happened to him? Did oh, I no, miss something he, here? He, he, apparently, oh, apparently COVID, we both did. COVID protocols. Okay, that makes more sense. What about TJ Oshie? Why, why, am I, why, why am I getting all this news now? Oh, okay. He's week to week. That's good to know. And Ryan Ellis. Okay. We're just rolling here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> this is just fantastic. <laughs> God. And William Carson broke his Fortnite out for six weeks. So we're just really uh, not doing too hot here. But that's okay. It's all for the fun. But yeah. Good podcast. Went longer. Much longer than I expected for not a lot to uh, talk about. So that's good stuff. Yeah, man. It's always It's always good to... Yeah, just run run the clock and, and talk it. about everything that comes to my mind and your it's mind. It's always and, fun, but um, yeah, it pretty much wraps it up for this week. So make sure you are uh, subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Igor Shesterkin does not have a stick again. Why does this happen <laughs> every fucking game? He somehow <laughs> gets his stick knocked out. <laughs> 
Thank God I went to the netting. Okay, back to back to closing the show out. Um, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, make sure you live it, give it a five star rating. Uh, yes, leave yes. us a nice review. Um, tell your friends, your parents, your your everyone you love, the homeless people you might see on the streets. Cats, to listen dogs, to the podcast. Everybody. Yeah, cats, dogs. Um, yeah, listen to the podcast. You know, follow follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at From Brought to Bell. Um, follow our personal accounts and of course um, yeah. that's pretty it's much it there good pretty for me it up uh kevin you got anything else no all good all right well thank you again for listening we will talk to you guys next week peace